Welcome to Fake Gamer Girls. This is a podcast for gamers who also happen to be girls and also aren't really sure if they're real or not. It's kind of like a scary thing to to be fake and not even know like wow where where am i in the cosmos it's so weird not being real it's literally wild and just by listening you have also become not real sorry sorry about that tell you guys that sorry i forgot to ask if you wanted to become fake but now you are so (laughs) oops uh but yeah welcome to our podcast this is just kind of a fun little aside is that like two weeks ago Sam was really sick, right? Oh, we forgot yeah. to introduce ourselves. I'm Aaron. I'm Sam. I'm Josie. But yeah, like two recordings ago, Sam was really sick and she sounded sick and sad the whole time. And now I'm really sick and I'm going to sound sick and sad the whole time. So Josie, you're next. Just, yes. just keep that in mind. That's so hype. It's literally because I... That is my band name. Sick and sad, baby. Changing <laughs> the podcast name. Um, I think it's because I went to a wedding reception. And mm-hmm. so this is my pro tip. Don't go to wedding receptions. Exactly. Even if it's your own wedding reception, don't do it. You'll get sick. Exactly. Oh, I bet you the listeners could hear that meow. That's a feature. <laughs> Josie, Josie, tell us who's meowing. This is my cat, Momo, and he won't leave me alone. He just love you. <laughs> He's just sitting on the floor staring at me. <laughs> just crazy. love him. Maybe if you meow. were if you were a better owner and you loved him more, you wouldn't. Maybe meow. if I was real, I could help him. Dang! Yeah. Oh, he sees your ghost, and he's That's like, crazy. ah! He's screaming in fear. He me so much. Dang, that's so sad. I give him pets. (laughs) Okay, Sam, why don't you tell us what we're doing today? Okay, everyone, get ready. We're doing another deep dive. Deep dive. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not funny. You don't like the air horn noise? That's the worst bit yet. (laughs) It's always funny every time. It's a good bit. It's a good (laughs) bit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This time... (laughs) This time we're doing it on Animal Crossing, all yeah. of them. <laughs> on the franchise Animal Crossing. Yes. So this one, I've been doing research on this. I have a whole doc of notes that I'm going to be reading from. Is it a slideshow? Um, no, it's just a doc <sighs> this time. You know what? Get rid of I it. I will say I'm just doing the main games, which I'll go over what those games are. But there are five of them. Yep, five of them. And so that's a lot more games than in Stardew Valley. There's also a lot more characters in Animal Crossing than in Stardew Valley. So, no, you just like how I listed all the bachelors and bachelorettes, you need to list every villager, (laughs) every single villager. Okay. All right. This is just going to be just an hour long of me saying. Starting from A, we can probably get to, like, H before we run out of time. Yeah. So, anyway, (laughs) what I'm trying to say is that those of you who are big Animal Crossing fans out there, I'm going to try to cover all of the lore, all of the theories, all of everything. lore! (laughs) But I might not get to all of it because there is a lot. Because the thing about Animal Crossing is that when you are in any of the games, you can talk to pretty much any of the characters 
And they can just one off, just be like, oh, and by the way, I was once married to so and so. And then that's canon. And it's I'm just, a war criminal. Yeah. And it's just in the game forever. And there's five of them. So um, there's a lot. So just to get started, I'm going to just list off the games. So the first game was just the original Animal Crossing, released in 2001 for the GameCube. Best one best um, one <laughs> it was a pretty good one the villagers were pretty mean to you that's why that's why it's the best <laughs> one because the um, villagers would be like get away from me you pile of garbage trash that should awesome. die in a fire and you're like huh i'm <laughs> six uh, okay so i yeah exactly so that's the first one the second one is animal crossing wild world it came out in 2005 for the Nintendo DS. I'll full disclosure, I didn't ever play the Nintendo DS versions of Animal Crossing, so I've only played three of the five of the main series. Okay, Wild World is the only one I have not played. I'm pretty sure we own that one here. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, because I bought it like a while ago and I never Funny. played it. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the only one I have never played. Yeah, I mean, we just had a GameCube so for a long time, so we were still playing the original probably by the time wild world even came out yeah um but anyway then the third one is animal crossing city folk which came Best out one. in 2008 for the wii which is also a good one this one is a little bit different because you can leave your village and go into the city which you can also do in wild world and new leaf i believe i think that the animal crossing uh city folk city like plaza music is probably copyrighted but if i can track it down i'm gonna put it in the episode right here and it's iconic i can hear it in my head <laughs> just count to like 10 and if there's no music here it's because it was copyrighted or i couldn't find it <laughs> okay and then the fourth one is animal crossing new leaf um released in 2012 for nintendo 3ds and the last one, the most recent one, came out eight years after that. Animal Crossing New Horizons came out in 2020 for Nintendo Switch. Yes. So, Animal Crossing, just to briefly go over what the game is, basically in every version of the game, you are a person and you enter a new town or a village and you are creating a new, or island, and you're creating a new life there. Um, which happens in different ways. In some versions, you're the mayor. Some versions, you are the island coordinator. Some versions, you are just a villager trying to pay off your mortgage. <laughs> um, but basically, in every single one, you have neighbors who are these little anthropomorphic animals that walk around and talk. Um, there are special characters that own shops, and you can get money by selling different fish that you fish out of the ocean and rivers and bugs and just different things like that and you can get materials in new horizons the most recent one they've recently added elements like cooking crafting and crafting and, and um kind of gardening slash farming ish yeah so there's a lot that you can do in it but with that, there are a lot of characters with different um, backgrounds and personalities, and they um, they have relationships with each other. It's kind of like a it's a full 
fully living game in that the characters are not independent of one another. They have mm -hmm. interactions with each other and relationships with each other. So we are going to get into that today. So the first thing that I want to talk about is the, obviously, I just think that we need to start out with Tom Nook. Ugh. All right. Just kidding. We like him now. <laughs> so Tom Nook is the guy that um, he's the one who you owe your mortgage to. He's the one that basically he has all the money in town. He gives you your house, helps you build your house. Um, he runs the shops usually in, in a lot of the games where mm -hmm. you um, you can buy and sell yeah. your stuff, buy new furniture, clothes or and equipment. Tom Nook, yeah, Tom Nook is not a super popular Animal Crossing character. Okay, so Tom Nook also has an extensive backstory as well as a thriving business on your island slash town. Um, so you can learn a lot. And a gay lover. What? <laughs> There's a lot of fan art of Tom Nook and another character and a lot of uh, made up backstory about these two uh, now enemies. Oh, and yeah, like they got divorced. And yeah, stuff. they were That's like, div think. but I'll reveal who I'm referring to when you get to this okay. person. So, one interesting thing about Tom Nook is that he is said, this is canon, to have once had a very strong relationship with Sable. Um, Sable is one of the Able sisters who works at the tailor shop slash clothing store. Um, and Sable and Tom Nook are said to have grown up. They've been around the same. They are around the same age and they are said to have grown up in the town that you live in. This mostly comes from Wild World. Um, they would, it was said that they would spend time stargazing, talking about their lives and there's debate over whether or not their relationship was platonic or romantic. Um, Interesting. Well, he's so, gay, so. <laughs> so it said that then Tom Nook decided to go to the city to pursue his business dreams. Um, and Sable said that before this, Tom Nook was very pure and open hearted and very kind. And she kind of laments what has happened to him since he went to the city. So basically, when he was there, um, he was very musical. He started out with just a guitar, and then he got in these business ventures that were supposed to be very grueling, hard hours. He could barely make That's any sad. money. Um, and he got into a business relationship with Crazy Red. That's who I was talking about. Um, it was, and this is all theory so people don't know it's never actually said who that crazy red is the one who has he was in this business partnership with it's yeah, just gay marriage it's Wait. just theorized so where does the canon end and the theory begin then because you started saying you so know the this canon, is canon but so sorry the canon is sable all of that is canon that uh -huh. he goes to the city the the theory is that it was crazy red Okay. So crazy. But all this stuff about thing. him moving to the city and all that crap. Is, yeah. So it's canonical. Thing. What's canonical is that he got into a business relationship where he was betrayed and lost everything that he had earned. Okay. And people theorize that this was crazy red. Um, but 
however, uh, he was able to get back his money and um, and throughout Somehow, the game, Somehow, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't, they don't really say that, but he's able to get back his money. Um, and in some games, it's stated that he donates 90% of his earnings to an orphanage a few towns over and has a wing of that building named after him. Wow. So um, that's not really a well-known fact because I don't think people would call Tom Nook the greedy, you know, business capitalist. That- yeah they do if they if it was well known that he's supposedly donating 90 percent of his earnings to an orphanage well i think that public opinion on tom nook has kind of shifted in the past you know two years since since uh what's the most recent one new horizons Horizons. came out because you know i think people were like oh yeah tom nook so greedy because he you know he basically forces you into a mortgage whether or not you want it. And, uh, but I also think that now as we are all, you know, this kind of audience of animal crossing fans have become adults. Like this is actually the best mortgage ever. Uh, there's (laughs) no interest at all. There's no deadlines. You literally can just pay as much as you want whenever you want you don't have to make scheduled payments you don't have to you know and like I said literally no interest and no penalties for any kind of like you know being slow you really don't ever have to do it if you don't well I was gonna say if you don't feel like paying it you just don't have to (laughs) and so I think that kind of in in cultural you know animal crossing fandom People have kind of come around on Tom Nook to be like, okay, all right, maybe this is literally the best mortgage situation ever. Um, Because I think that, I think now it's more of a split between people who are like, yeah, I've seen more people like him and be like, he's a good man. Well, really, what I think it comes down to is if you're still on the Tom Nook bad bandwagon, you're behind catch up we're past that like yeah we're over it now so that's also kind of what i've seen yeah anyway yeah so (laughs) i'm sorry i was reading my notes you're fine (laughs) so yeah so that's basically tom nook's background so i mean i can see that people would i mean people kind of inserted crazy red into the story where there's no actual evidence that it was him except for that he's kind of a bad guy that That he's crazy he's crazy (laughs) he's a bad guy that probably would screw someone over in a business partnership well that's why people think and because he screws you over in the game yeah on purpose a lot yeah for sure for sure um another element of tom nook is that he has these little nooklings as they are called timmy and tommy um, many people think that Timmy and Tommy are the nephews of Tom Nook, and I'm not sure if he actually if he ever says they're his nephews. Um, but canonically, they're not actually related um, <laughs> at all. <laughs> in Wild World, Tom Nook explains to the player that they're not related to him by blood. He says they're his pupils. He then they are his mentor. Um, and he's just trying to teach them good economic principles to help them from the same, to save them from the same fate that he had as young man. That is so sad. Okay, I was 99.9% sure that 
he does call them nephews in New Horizons specifically. And he does. I Googled it. So it says, while Tom Nook states that Timmy and Tommy are not related to him by blood, he does refer to them as his nephews in New Horizons. Yeah. So interesting. The games are a little bit different because I was thinking that, too, that he says nephews in New Horizons. But um, he says nephews there in Wild World. He says they're not actually related to him. Um, But their last names are said to be Nook. Um, And in Wild World as well, certain jock villagers and lazy villagers will kind of you know how they gossip especially in the earlier games mm-hmm. they say that tom nook found them in the streets and he raised them himself i've also i heard that that he adopted them and like off the street that's so there cute are, there are also theories however because it said that tom nook donates 90 percent of his earnings to an orphanage that tom nook might actually be their father um that he may have adopted them out of the orphanage after they were given up to the orphanage when he had no money um oh geez that is so sad so that's just a theory um because people are just putting in like okay there's this orphanage why why is the orphanage see but that is too convoluted for me who's the mother then it's crazy red (laughs) crazy red crazy red is like a trans icon i guess so epic i'm i think that this is not this is not a theory this is a fake gamer girls only theory this is a real theory that is canon no this is canon um i'm just not i'm not into that that they're his children that he had to give up and then later adopted that just doesn't that's so complicated and it makes no sense like it i i think really what there's like you know the saying the simplest explanation is almost always the right one um and that is not the simplest explanation that is bonkers insane (laughs) and very dumb sounding so i'm gonna go sad so i don't believe it i don't like a lot of articles that was more in like reddit forums and whoever came up with that you're stupid and i don't like your theory (laughs) it's a dumb theory and it doesn't make sense i liked it no, I mean, it's it bad. Does. Trash. Trash theory. So that's all I really have on Tom Nook. I I honestly, before my research, didn't know about the Sable and Tom Nook relationship, that there's um, a lot of theories that because there is a canonical relationship, mm-hmm. that it might actually be a ro- have been a romantic relationship, especially because Sable refers to him just as Tom, not as Tom Nook, as most other people do. Interesting. Um, I, again, I don't like it. I don't. I support that they would be best friends. Sable has asexual energy. Yeah, and <laughs> if and not I, asexual than lesbian. Yeah, you know? like she's not into. She Tom is Nook. not straight. Is what well, I'm saying. But really, even beyond her sexuality, she is not into Tom Nook. Yeah, she <laughs> is not. so far out of his league in every way, shape, and form. <laughs> so, okay. So moving on to the Abel family. The Abel family drama is some of the easiest to access in the game. Uh-huh. It's in like several games. It's like it, just there. It goes across the game. So basically the Abel family consisted of what we assume was five hedgehogs. So there's the two unnamed parents who died very young. Let's name them right now. Bingo and Bongo. No, obviously it's got to be an Abel name. 
Yeah, that's their last name. No, they're Sable, like, Label, and Mabel. They're, yeah, those are the daughters. Their parents' names would also have to be like no, and- because they met and fell in love. It's not like you like they didn't conveniently meet like table and jable and then they were like well i guess we have to get married like they chose to name their they chose to name their daughters that because they get you get to choose your kids names you don't get to choose your own name no this is a video game this is no it's not it's real life (laughs) this is real life actually this is part of the sonic lore because they're hedgehogs (laughs) sonic is the lost sister Sonic <laughs> is their father. That's how. <gasps> is Amy a hedgehog? Amy, I don't know. I think so. If this is not a Sonic. We know who are is now. Amy a hedgehog? Amy Rose is a pink hedgehog. There, we found the parents, y'all. Okay, so Sonic <laughs> and Amy had their children, Sable, Label, <laughs> and Mabel. Okay. Uh, after they died, um, oh, rip. The girls were left alone. Sable being the oldest. Um, and it said that Sable and Label got into a fight. Um, some think that it was about how to raise Mabel. Mabel, the youngest. The youngest. Um, so Label, because of the, her differences with Sable, eventually left the family to pursue her dreams as a fashion designer. And she changed her name to LaBelle. And you know what? If my name was Label, I'd be changing it too. Because Label. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So you can kind of learn in City Folk a little bit more about their family history and the drama. Um, And then throughout the games, I'm not sure exactly where in the games you find this out, but you find out that Label has been sending letters to Mabel, um, kind of trying to rekindle, reconnect. Mm -hmm. Um, In New Leaf, you see Label working in the shop with her sisters, um, which is a big step from city folk where they're not talking but Um, you can still see them did you say this you can so you can see the able sisters you can see mabel and sable working in your town and when you go to the city you can also speak with label or labelle at this point and she works in the gracie grace store for sure and then in new leaf label comes and works in the shop sometimes I don't. I never played New Leaf, but this is what the internet yeah, says. That is correct. Um, in New Horizons, she switches her birth na- back to her birth name, Label. She still uses Labelle as her design name um, and design label. Um, but I her just- label. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, it's assumed at this point that the sisters have reunited and come back together at this point. Well, and in the game in New Horizons, you have to slowly unlock all of these like amenities in your town. And one of them is the Able Sisters tailor shop. And she doesn't work in the shop. But after a certain point of like befriending or, you know, once you buy enough things from the shop or whatever it is, then they'll be like, oh, and my sister or no. So she'll start coming to your town. Yeah, And at that point, she will say, yeah, I heard about this place from my sisters who own the shop. And so it's like, you know, it's pretty clear that because because you invited the Able Sisters shop to your town, they in turn invited Label to come. And she does like a mini game kind of thing with you. Yeah. So that's kind of the background on the Able Sisters. Incredible. 
if they will continue this um, further in future games, if they make future games. I was going to say, if there are any future games. I'm sure there will be, but I don't know. I mean, it's such a huge label brand that, yeah. So anyway, that is the history of the Able Sisters. Um, uh, All right. So going on, there's a couple more things that I want to talk about, but um, a lot of these are just kind of like facts about the relationships that people might not know. Um, one thing to talk about is KK Slider. So KK Slider is Smash, by the way. <laughs> KK Slider is the dog who is the musician, and he's the first person that you talk to in the first Animal Crossing game on the homepage. Unlike the um, loading screen, yeah. The loading screen, yeah. And uh, he is kind of the famous person and he comes to your town in New Horizons and plays shows and he, he's in every single game. Um, K.K. Slider states in the first name that his name, and I'm going to butcher this, is Tota Kiki. Oh, um, so K.K. is Kiki. Interesting. Yeah. But he prefers to go by K.K. or K.K. Slider. So that's the only time that that's stated is in the first game, though, is his real name. Huh. I have no uh, memory of that. The other interesting thing, K.K. Slider, there was, like, a couple things about his background, just basically that he's been a musician and stuff. Um, but there is a theory about Isabel and K.K. Slider. Not that they have a relationship, although it is canon that in Isabel and KK's amiibo cards, it states that Isabel has a crush on KK Slider. And then it says, but who, it says, but who can blame her? Exactly. Well, yeah, and in, in like New Horizons, like you have to, again, it's another thing you have to unlock is when is getting KK to come to your town. And her, she and Tom Nook both are like, the incredible KK Slider! We love you, KK Slider! Yes! Like they are peeing their pants with joy so clearly it's kk is supposed to be a big celebrity and that goes back to tom nook being gay yes because <laughs> you want to smooch kk so isabel it does canonically have a crush on kk slider cute um uh-huh. and there's a theory that kk slider and isabel have um that kk slider taught isabel music because they both are regularly um, visiting the, the Roost, which is the coffee shop. Um, they spend a lot of time there. And people have noted that between New Leaf and New Horizons, Isabel can now sight read any song. She can sing, yes. And she sings. She doesn't do a good job, but she tries. She but tries. people believe that her passion for music, this along with her crush on K.K. Slider, leads some people to believe that K.K. Slider has taught her how what she knows about music. That's Interesting. Cute. So that is a theory. Um, a game theory. <laughs> but that's just a theory. Another duo that we need to talk about is Isabel and her brother Digby. Digby! Digby, Digby got good vibes. He's so, incredible. I think most people know that Digby and Isabel are siblings. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think everybody knows that they are twins. Um, oh, I don't know. When you say that, it sounds kind of familiar to me, but I didn't, I don't think I would have remembered it off the top of my head. Yeah, same. 
Yeah, their birthday is December 20th, with Isabel being slightly older than Digby. Makes sense. Um, Lottie is the person on Happy Home Designer. She's also in the DLC for Animal Crossing, New Horizons. Um, Lottie is shown to have a huge crush on Digby in some of the spinoff games. And Digby, what games is Digby in? Digby is in Happy Home Designer, right? Is he a new leaf? How much yeah, is he a new leaf? Barely. He's just the guy who like shows the homes. That's right. Yeah, Digby is in charge of the Happy Home Showcase in New Leaf. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say he does Happy Home crap. Yeah, so he's in Happy Home Designer. He's in New Leaf, and Lottie is shown to have a big crush on him, um, but he is oblivious to this. Um, it's also stated in one of the games that Isabel, while she that Isabel has engineering degrees from 19 different universities. Wow! wow. <laughs> Women in STEM! Yes. Yes. And that's ah. like one of those things that's like, it's a one-off comment that it's like, okay, that is canon now. I, that that is epic. I have engineering degrees. Never forgetting that. Um, she's <laughs> also a dog, so she's probably like four years old, so good for her. A uh, queen. Um, another person that we need to talk about who has pursued their education over the course of the Animal Crossing franchise is Blathers. Oh. Um, Blathers is the museum curator. I don't know. Yeah. He, yeah. he runs the museum. Um, Blathers grew up with his sister Celeste. I don't know if everyone knows that they are siblings. Celeste is a baddie. Baddest character. Really true. (laughs) Celeste is the one who deals with constellations and stars and meteor showers. And they're both owls. And they're both owls. In previous games with Celeste, you can actually like create constellations in the sky that you can see when you have your character look up. Not in New Horizons. In New Horizons, she does other things like helping you collect star fragments. She also, I think, does stuff with fireworks on holidays. I'm not sure if that's her. I can't remember. Eh, that is probably Isabel. Oh. No, Red is the one that sells you stuff. No, I mean, you can, like, design fireworks in the sky on oh, certain yeah. holidays. I don't remember who that is. Though. I don't know if that's her or not. Sorry. But anyway, so Blathers grew up with his sister Celeste, and in the very first Animal Crossing, it said that he had obtained multiple degrees but he had not completed his doctorate until the no. events of Wild World. Um, nice. Where he was able to, um, now he's able to identify fossils because he has his doctorate. So yes. He couldn't identify fossils in the earlier games? Um, that's what it said online, but I could be wrong. That, I, I, I feel think- like in all the games, you dig up fossils and then you bring them to him and he's like, Swag, thanks. I know this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. It could be like a technical, like maybe he doesn't identify them in the earlier games. Maybe he just accepts them or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Interesting. Um, There is also online I found that Blathers' fear of bugs arose from an event as a child. Oh, no. A a mantis egg erupt. A mantis egg case erupted on his desk. Ew! Oh no! Causing a bunch of mantises to fly out, which terrified him. Yeah. He has a severe phobia of bugs. You know what? 
me too and that didn't even happen to me and now I also have a severe phobia but <laughs> okay but also I have to say when you started you were like it started from an event in his childhood a man and I was like a man oh this is a darker story than they thought oh, it was like a grown man came and did something no okay 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 <laughs> Okay, also, we're, we're all as, good. A, as a wild world, Blathers is the only person who has a confirmed age, only special character, and he said in Wild World that he was in his mid twenties. Good for him. So. Oh, so he's young. Yeah, he seemed. Young man. Obviously, that was Wild World came out in two thousand five, which was that was like seventeen, like 17 years, years, ago. years ago. So now he is like almost fifty, right? Good for him. No, almost forty. Yeah. yeah. Math is hard. <laughs> Almost 50. He's like 42 if he was 25, right? Yeah, I guess in my head I was thinking he's 20 when he said he's in his 20s. But yeah, it just depends on. If he was 20, that would mean he's now like 37. Anyway, so. Surprisingly young for his vibes. <laughs> his energy. He got old man vibe. Okay, really so. Do. This is, I'm going to do a little, just a quick little one, and then the last, like, big one, and then I'll do a couple more little quotes, and then we'll be done. So, basically, the next one I want to talk about is Copper. Copper is... Copper, what a throwback. Copper is, in the earlier games, he is one of the police dogs. Um, Copper is kind of described as incompetent as compared to Booker's... uh, um, Booker is sort of the, the serious cop. Yeah, and, and Copper's like kind of the ditzy one. Yeah, let me make sure that's correct. No, book. Sorry, Booker is the ditzy one. Copper is the serious. Oh, one. I one of them's chubby and one of them's skinny, but I don't really remember which was so which. Booker is the chubby one, and Booker is the one that he's described as like fumbling and incompetent. But oh. in a one-off quote from Booker, Booker tells you the reason that he's so nervous and. And unconfident when you speak to him is because English is not his first language. Oh, oh. what is? Did he say what it? He doesn't Japanese, say. I guess probably Japanese. Oh I'm my assuming. gosh! So Maybe. while people try to tell him that he's not competent or whatever, we learn that he's actually just not. He's, a he's learning the language. Leave him alone. Yeah, oh, people are evil. Uh, can okay. I tell a hilarious story about the cop dogs? Sam, so, you know what I'm I know say. You're I also know what you're about to okay, say. Okay, so Samantha and I are so I'm like what five years older than Josie. So Josie was a little bit too little at this point when the first we had this first Animal Crossing game on our GameCube and we would play it all the time. And in the first Animal Crossing game, there was a lost and found that was run by the police dogs. Run and, by Booker. Yeah, yes, run by Booker. And you could go in and if you wanted to. You could pick things up that weren't yours and like try and you could leave with it. And as you left, Booker would be like, hey, is that shirt yours? And you would be like, yep. And he'd be like, all right, I trust you. And you could just steal. And I (laughs) said, frick, yeah, I'm going to steal anything that I want from the lost and found because these are not real people. These are fake cartoon animals and I do not feel bad. Um, And that made Sam so, so violently upset that we did indeed have to stop playing Animal Crossing forever because I stole too much. 
<laughs> some was, of us have been mentally ill from the start. She All was right. like, Mom, Erin is stealing. She's stealing from the police. And I was like, like freak them freak them cops freak them kids i'm <laughs> six and i do not care and then our little disc of animal crossing got thrown in the trash <laughs> terrible heartbreaking yeah. i was pissed i'm sorry i do apologize i forgive you <laughs> <laughs> okay so just so we're not talking for too long the next thing i want to talk about is cj flick chip and nat Yes. All right. So fathers C- and sons. So Chip and Nat are the fish guy and bug guy, respectively, from previous games. Um, Chip is like a beaver, I think. He's a beaver, and he helps you with like fishing tournaments and stuff and stuff like that. Nat is like an iguana, I think. He's like a chameleon. Oh, chameleon, yes. And uh, he has been the one who run like ran like bug festivals where you try to catch a certain amount of bugs and you bring them to him or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah in new horizons their roles are taken over by their sons chip's son cj which people assume stands for chip jr and i never thought about that (laughs) nice um nat's son flick um cj and flick are young they're they're clearly young Flick is kind of like an emo, like He's sad like a boy, tortured artist, tortured artist, and CJ is like kind of a happy-go-lucky little guy who loves fish. Um, <laughs> and there's a lot going on with these four, all right, in canon. So basically, CJ and Flick can- canonically are roommates and business partners. No, don't say that. That's what it says in the Nintendo Guide. Because, however. In- Oh, go ahead. You can say In it. the game, they just refer to them as partners. It says, my partner. They say my partner, but in AKA the guide... romantic partner. Your boyfriend. Yeah. So, they said, so they said partner in the game, and people took that, and they ran with it. Yeah. And people were like, they are roommates, or they're, they're partners, they're romantic partners, they are gay, and they work together, too. CJ's like, oh, I can get Flick to build models of these fish, all of these things. And then Nintendo came out with this statement that said they're roommates and business partners. Nintendo said no Whatever. homo. No homo. But there's a lot of articles that have come out about this particular relationship where they say, sorry, Nintendo, your world doesn't belong to you once you release it to the public. Uh, <laughs> That's so true. You don't get to decide that they're not dating when the fans have decided that they are. It's too late. So um, the other reason that people really have feel strongly that they're romantic partners is because you can talk to chip and Nat in the roost um if you have the amiibo cards right sometimes they're just there as well okay but you can also summon them with the amiibo cards um but if you talk to Nat, Nat tells you i'm so grateful my son has chip's boy to rely upon which Seems like more than a business partnership to me. Yeah. Um, but Chip and Nat are friends. Talking to them in the roost can give you deeper insight into the conflict between Flick and Nat. Um, Chip tells you that their conflict 
mainly is around the care and keeping of bugs, which is because clearly not like <laughs> to eat them. He devours them in front of you in the games. He says, thank you for the bugs. <laughs> <laughs> and like sees them as works of art. So they clearly disagree on how to care and keep uh, care for and keep bugs. <laughs> so... <laughs> Which is one of them wants to care for and keep bugs. And yes. one of them says, yummy. Time. <laughs> yeah. Yummy. Exactly. Um, another reason that people think that it's strange that Nintendo specifically came out and um, said that they're just roommates and business partners is because there's a lot of canonical crushes. And there's even mm -hmm. Cyrus and Reese who are married. Or a married they're, they're alpacas and they're married. <laughs> And they're very cute. They're wonderful. Really. They're so precious. Um, okay, a couple little last minute things. Daisy May obviously is canonically Joan's granddaughter taking over the turnip selling business for her. Um, uh, canonically, Harvey has a crush on Harriet. Harvey um, has a crush on... Oh, Harriet the Poodle. Yes, Harvey yes, is the photographer dog. Harriet is a hairdresser poodle. I thought yes. that they were a couple because they spent out all the time. a lot of time together in the later stages of New Horizons when you can get Harriet to come to Harv's Island. Yeah. So and she is. And then, sorry, once you unlock that, she is there always, literally all the time. Yeah. So from what I was able to find on it, it sounds like as of now, it's just a crush. So. Yeah. Okay, Nintendo, whatever you want to say. Idiots. <laughs> um, a couple last minute things. Cap'n, who Aaron hates, I know. Uh, he's I just creepy. He's not good. I don't like him. He's always like, Are you looking really beautiful right now, little young lady? I love your beautiful, <laughs> beautiful self and body. And I'm always like, Yeah, uh, no, that's <laughs> about right. Like, Cap'n's vibe is those really old guys that say, like, oh, I love your pants, or what a beautiful dress to young girls because they're old and they think that it, like, somehow isn't creepy anymore. But newsflash, super old guys who do that, it's actually more creepy. So, stop. To all the super old guys that listen. I know that's our target <laughs> audience is really, really old guys. Okay, so anyway, Cap'n, in earlier games, between songs, you know how he talks to you and stuff? And he, he does different things in different games. Like, he drives the bus in City Folk and... Yeah, but he sings. But he sings, yes. And between songs, sometimes in older games, he has said that he does not like squirrels. Which is funny because squirrels are just, like, a different it's race just of a people. Race. <laughs> oh, okay. Racist alert. So, cool. so that's, that's canon. Cap'n does not like squirrels. So Peanut, uh, what are the other Marshall, squirrels? Marshall, squirrel. the blue one. He's going to hate crime you. Yeah. Stay he away. Um, anyway, so another thing that's interesting is that in City Folk, Sahara. Sahara is the traveling camel carpet woman. Although yes, in other countries, in other rugs. countries, she is not a woman. She is a man. Interesting. Um, Trans icon. Woo! So according <laughs> to some of the villagers in City Folk, they say Sahara's accent is fake. They say that Sahara used to do stand-up comedy in the marquee and never had an accent. <laughs> oh, I love it. She's got that hustle going. 
So she said, fine, you guys want to buy exotic wares? I'll sell you exotic wares. Yes. So (laughs) that's just a little quote. Um, I've got two more things. First is about Tortimer. Tortimer is the old man. May he rest in peace. He's alive. He's dead. He is dead. He is alive, and you do see him. (laughs) At some point. Scared to kill him. (laughs) Kill the tortoise, you coward. The reason they're saying this is because Tortimer was not in the first one, and in the Nintendo Direct video there was a grave and people are like it's Tortimer it was (laughs) so everyone thinks that Tortimer is dead was dead because of that but then they were like just kidding he's in the game again anyway like so Tortimer we find out from talking to him that he was an expert gardener he once had a wife Mrs. Tortimer um and it's believed that she tragically died um some people so there's a little bit of a debate on how Tortimer got his money because he is the mayor in earlier games. Mm-hmm. Um, some people believe he got rich off the turnip market. Um, and others believe that he gained his money illegally, um, which is backed up by the fact that there is never any ele- an election. Um, and there's that's, never I guess that's any true. <laughs> taxes. So they say he illegally got his money and built his own town and said, this is my town. I'm the mayor. And there are no taxes here. He sounds like an incredible leader to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's socialism, baby. When there's <laughs> Socialism is when there's no taxes, right? Uh, anyway. <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about, and I want your guys' opinions on this, is who is Zipper T. Bunny? That is a man. I... I That's have, a human man. No, I have a <laughs> That is a realistic human man. You take so, off the zipper suit and it's a picture of the CEO of Nintendo. <laughs> it's Mr. Bowser. So yes. let, me, let me give an, a little background on this. Zipper T Bunny is a bunny that comes around during Easter that is... Egg day. Ooh, thank you. Yeah, sorry. Egg day. Non- and, or secular, uh, secular Easter. And it's clearly somebody in a bunny costume. There's a straight up zipper on the back. They talk about how hot it is inside the suit. It's at times. Um, You can hear them like muttering. You can see that when the bunny doesn't think that you're looking, it's like walking normally and being normal. But when and like sighs very sadly. (laughs) But when you are when you are in sight of Zipper T Bunny, he's like hopping all happy and stuff. And that he also a tortured soul. He also like will rotate so you can't see his back. Yeah. Uh, so you can only see the zipper on his back when when he doesn't know you're looking at him, essentially. So anyway, so no there's so many theories about this. People are like, oh, it's Phyllis. That got debunked. People are That's like, what I was gonna say. That's what I thought. I thought it was Phyllis. It's not Phyllis. So Phyllis was in one of the earlier games. She was at the town hall at the same time Zipper T Bunny was. No, it's out Phyllis and about. now. I think it's one of the Pelicans because they got booted from the freaking series. Interesting. So you think it's Pete or Phyllis? Yeah, because why the frick did we kick them out of the series in the first place? Not cool. Uh, or my other theory is that it's your parent coming to see you <laughs> and 
and not create straight like, up your parents. Like you know how like in the you game, get letters from your mom. You get letters from your mom, and I think in some of the games you will get like one occasional letter from your dad. Like mm-hmm. some of the games, but not all of them. I'm like maybe it's your estranged father. well it is creepy but not in like oh i'm gonna get i'm gonna get my child it's like uh i have no idea how to approach my estranged adult child here's a craigslist posting for a bunny suit in their town (laughs) i guess i'll do it and just get to see my kid for a day terrible that you know what though estranged parents have done a lot a lot worse for a lot less in real life so <laughs> i guess so so anyway everyone, <laughs> so i'm right get in, the, get in the comments tell us who you think zipper t bunny is um I'm unmasking the bunny a new <laughs> series on dateline exactly no. um, <laughs> anyway i know that there's so hey, much okay more. wait but that if it is your dad then that supports my theory that it, it's if it's your dad and then josie and i are on the same page it's a human man yeah true <laughs> because it's got to be a human man because the villagers the are the only humans in the town true yeah. human man alert all right <laughs> anyway that's all I have. I'm sure there's a ton more about Animal Crossing lore and theories that I missed. I'm sure some stuff I said was wrong, but it's a huge franchise. There's a lot out there. So I did my very best with this. So if you guys have any lore that you want us to talk about or that needs to be mentioned, please on Instagram, let us know. Um, and let us know who you think Zipper T Bunny is. I mean, really, we could probably fill like five episodes of just... <laughs> a random animal crossing yeah. lore Back. and anecdotes and yeah so you know maybe someday when we can't think of anything else to do for an episode we will do another animal crossing episode but not yeah. today yeah we just did one we just we literally <laughs> just did one That's just so now. true guys we just like just now just did one so stop asking please <laughs> all right well uh, I forgot about um, getting games that people are playing because I'm very sick and I forgot and I'm sorry. That's and, okay. But if you want to tell us what game you're playing, go to our Instagram and there's a link in our bio that says link tree and you click on the link tree and then it will let you tell us what game you're playing right now. And then when Ooh. you do that, we will read your answer on the show. And we will tell you whether or not we think it's a good game. And we'll say, what? I've never even heard of that. Or something else funny like that. We'll say funny things. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we have it on our website. There's a form. And it says, what are you playing? And I did fix it. Thank you, George, for telling me that it was broken. Because it <laughs> was broken. But it's fixed now. So, Yay. Yay. <laughs> Anyway, that's our podcast show for the radio time. Stay cool, gamers. Stay cool, gamers. Bye. 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 Bye.